Hey kids, it's time for another episode of Inside Hoffmaster's Head with your host, Jim Hoffmaster. Hey folks, how's it going? Welcome to my Thursday afternoon. It's a uh, quarter to two on uh, the 6th of May, uh, George Clooney's birthday. And uh, I, I commented ostensibly humorously on Facebook about how I thought we were spiritual twins. Uh, he's turning 60. I'm going to turn 60 on the 15th. He's an actor. I'm an actor. He's an aging sex symbol. I'm aging, you know, so a lot of, a lot of common ground there. Uh, but all joking aside, he is somebody that I admire a great deal. I like the way he carries himself as an actor, as a celebrity. I like the things he chooses to do. Um, I like what he chooses to do with his, uh, with his celebrity, with his money. Um, seems, seems like he's kind of worked things out. And I always kind of admire when people seem as if they have worked things out in their, in their lives and their, you know, I don't know. I almost start, I almost use that phrase being their best selves and you, I don't like phrases like that, but, uh, he seems like a good guy and, uh, I'm, I'm a fan. And now, of course, now that I've said that you could probably set your clock by the big George Clooney eats babies scandal that will be breaking out. But I'll tell you what, if that happens, I, I will look at the details and I will consider reassessing my opinion. But for now, happy birthday, George. Yay, you. So what else is going on? What's going on? Uh, I am a week. Uh, it's my one week anniversary, I should say, of my second COVID shot. And, um, I am very pleased. I am very pleased about that because that means uh, I will uh, I will reach my full immunity in another week. Uh, does that mean, I, I don't know the phraseology, does that mean in two weeks I'll be fully vaccinated? I, I don't know how to phrase it. Anyway, let's say I'll just reach my full immunity in another week, uh, which is before my birthday uh, on the 15th. And, uh, I'm, I'm that I'm excited about that, uh, particularly because it'll give me at least another little measure of, uh, of, uh, comfort and security because, um, Jane, Jane has kind of spearheaded a little gathering at, uh, at House of Pies in Saturday afternoon, um, and I don't know how many of us they're going to be it's a, a small group, a small group. I think there's going to be, you know, six or seven of us, something like that, you know, uh, uh, in the single digits. Uh, and I think most of us have gotten both our shots. Um, I, I know, uh, I have, Jane has, I think, I think most everybody who's coming probably by now has gotten their second shots. They're all, they're all uh, people of a certain age, you know. So anyway, um, one conservative, one conservative uh, fellow. So I don't know what his status will be, but that's okay. Um, anyway, I feel good about I feel good about that, you know. Um, and and just the possibilities, things kind of starting to open up a little bit. Um, you know, feels 
feels like a good thing. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a nervous guy, so I still have some bits of anxiety about, about that. But by and large, um, I'm, I'm looking forward to things starting to open back up. And I was just thinking about it. Um, I'm looking forward to things, um, starting to open back up, even if I don't take advantage of them. Uh, and I thought that was interesting that it occurred to me that just the idea that I can, you know, just the possibility, uh, you know, I don't have to do all the things that it's possible for me to do in life, but there's, there is a, a difference psychologically anyway, for me, there's a difference between saying, I can't do these things and saying, I can do these things. I'm just not going to do them right now or you know, I'm going to do them some other time, whatever. Any, anyway, um, what else? I actually, I actually wrote uh, little notes, well, little bullet points, uh, because I, I think I've talked before about how I'm, um, I'm always kind of amazed when I watch videos and the like. Uh, everybody's, nobody seems to have to think about what they're saying. You don't hear a lot of hemming and hawing like I do you know, when I do these, uh, and it's very, uh, impressive to me that other people don't hem and haw, and it's very depressing to me that I do. Uh, so I've decided if not to write an actual script, at least, at least I'm going to write, uh, I'm going to write bullet points and, uh, you know, make sure I have something to talk about and some sense of order, uh, of what I have to talk about. But one big thing that is, uh, one big thing that's happening, um, that has happened, I thought it was never going to happen, but it's happening, and I'm very excited. I, I think I mentioned, have I mentioned, I think I mentioned in previous, previously, that um, it turns out, I got a notice recently that I, I am, uh, I have become fully vested, and I will be, when the time comes, assuming I live long enough, uh, when the time comes, I am going to be getting a pension through SAG, a, a small, tasteful pension, but a pension nevertheless. Um, anyway, once I found that out, uh, it got me thinking about the other pension plan because there are two pension plans that I am involved in. Uh, I don't want to give you all the details because they're really boring details, but basically, there, once upon a time, there were two actors' unions. There was SAG and AFTRA. And eventually those unions merged, but their pension plans, for arcane reasons that I don't understand and aren't probably terribly interesting, uh, the pension plans did not merge, um, which led, led to the problem uh, for a lot of working actors, like yours truly, for example, Um if if the plans had merged, then all of the money that, say, I would make as an actor would go into one plan, and I'd be that much more likely to earn enough money to act to actually get a pension. So so I I have worried for a long time. I would that I thought well I'm never going to see a pension on either side of, you know either either side of uh, the aisle here either through the sag uh, the sag side or the after side. Um, but so 
but so so it was very it was very exciting for me to get the notice that I actually had indeed uh, qualified for a small pension through SAG, and it got me thinking. Uh, I should call, I should call the other guys and see what uh, see what the status is on that end. And I was a bit cynical about um, about whether I was going to be eligible on that side. I hadn't I haven't heard anything, you know, for a while uh, from from the after pension plan people. Anyway, I called and and I kind of called. Um, I didn't call with a you know, angry or with a big, you know, head of uh, steam or whatever. But I did call, and I had a bit of a cynical tone. Well, I know the plans are never going to merge, so I'm probably never going to get a thing. And but uh, tell me, you know, tell me I'm right about this. You know, I just want verification so I can, you know, finish being depressed and sad about this. Um, but that's not what happened. That's not what happened at all. Uh, the very nice, um, the very nice uh, representative from the after retirement plan uh, looked me up, and she said, "Actually, uh, to be to you have to be vested for five years, at least five years, and you are vested for eight. So yeah, uh, you you are going to get a pension uh, on from us." And uh, pretty thrilling. I unlike the uh, unlike the SAG side of things, where I they they said it, I got a letter, and then the letter it said, uh, as as of as of this letter, based on your income through this date, you're going to get X amount of money a month when you turn uh, as of 65. Um, I don't have any of that information uh, on the after side, but I will. But I am going to get it because they're going to send me uh, uh, send me an email, PDF, and a follow up uh, physical piece of physical mail because I asked them to do that, um, which will which will tell me uh, how much how much I'll get if I opt to start taking. Uh, the pension at 62 um, or at 65 and uh, and I chose those numbers they're not they're not arbitrary um, 62 uh, is because I'm considering taking early social security if I have to in order to you know stay afloat and 60 65 is when I'll start getting the um, when I'll start getting the sag, uh, pension. So anyway, I'm going to be getting that probably, I, I don't even remember what she said, but in, I think the, the email probably in a week and the, the physical mail in two weeks or something like that. But anyway, the big takeaway here is Jim is getting pensions, two pensions, uh, a small tasteful one. And I presume another small tasteful one, but Hey, maybe put them together. Maybe they equal one fairly okay pension. Um, also too, I, I mean, I don't know, but, but, uh, because I'm not very good with money and numbers and things, numbers tend to make my eyes glaze over, but, um, I, uh, I kind of presume on the after side 
that uh, the, uh, the, the and after it's going to accompany, accompany uh, not accompany, encompass um, the shameless money, all my shameless bucks over the years, because again, getting in, trying not to get too far into the weeds here. Back when there were two unions and two contracts, uh, Shameless was an AFTRA show. So so all the money I earned uh, from Shameless um, went not toward the SAG pension plan, but toward the AFTRA pension plan. Uh, and I presume there, there certainly were years, have been years in my quote-unquote career so far, when I earned more on the SAG end. But I have to believe with Shameless... I probably, you know, in the past number of years, I probably have earned quite a bit more in overall as an actor through Shameless than I have through, you know, the dribs and drabs of, you know, one-shot, you know, things I've done and commercials and so forth. So, so uh, the big the big takeaway in all this is, yay, yay, there will be money coming in. Um, in addition to Social Security, there'll be a couple of uh, a couple of pensions of some size, and uh, and hopefully along with that, because I don't really, I don't want, I don't want to retire. I don't plan to retire. Uh, I have fears that the biz is going to kind of retire me, you know, in effect. But I don't want to retire. I'm not. I'm not seeking it. I'm not seeking it out. I don't want it. I, I would like to continue working forever as an actor. Uh, so, you know, that said, hopefully, hopefully, um, my, my, my future will entail getting Social Security and getting those two pensions of, you know, however much that turns out to be. And, you know, dribs and drabs of, uh, you know, acting work. Hey, I still haven't ruled out another series, you know, so who knows? Uh, maybe I get another series and I'm, I'm able to bump up those, um, those pensions, you know, as a result. Uh, and maybe I don't, you know, maybe I don't take them, uh, as soon as I think I'll need to, but in any case, it's really good to know they're there. I've, I've been so worried. I worry so much, like all the time about everything, but particularly about my financial future since I don't have money. I've never had a lot of money. Um, though I currently have more in the bank, more in my bank account than I, you know, I ever would have, you know, back in, back in Michigan. And, uh, and maybe more than I have in general. Like I said, not very good with money and numbers and things. Uh, I really want to succeed enough so I can hire somebody to do all that stuff. But in any case, I am a, uh, I'm a happy camper. Or I'm a happier camper than I, you know, than I was before I made the call to after today. And uh, I wouldn't have expected, like I said, I called expecting not to have anything happen just because, like I said, I haven't heard from them in a while. And apparently they don't, I mean, I had to check. They apparently don't like tell you that you're vested. Well, they didn't. I've been vested for five years and I didn't know it. Or I've been, I'm vested for eight years. 
but I didn't know when I hit the five-year mark, and I didn't know that I've been vested for eight years. So apparently they just don't tell you. That's kind of weird. They don't tell you till you turn 65, apparently, you know, unless you do, you know, what I did, which is to call and go, hey, am I eligible? Am I going to get any money when I get old? Uh, so anyway, I'm happy, 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 very happy. Did I write? Uh, no, no, I'm looking at my, I'm looking at my bullet points to see if there's anything else I need to get in. I have an audition. That's a nice thing for, uh, for, uh, an NBC show called Good Girls. I think that's a, the NBC show I'm thinking of. So, uh, I'm excited about that. And, uh, and Jane is back in town. Jane Rosemont, director of Acting Like Nothing Is Wrong, future award-winning documentary about yours, truly. Um, documentaries uh, shaping up. I, I, am, I am hoping that it will be a full-on, a full-on film by, say, I don't know, let's say mid-July, mid-end of July, and that it will start be being submitted you know, and, and, and it will be, it will be a thing. And then, and then, uh, I'll go from sitting, waiting for it to, you know, you know, waiting for post-production to happen to sitting around waiting for it to be accepted in film festivals. And then, and then sitting around waiting to see if, uh, Netflix or somebody is going to buy it. And then waiting around to see if it does me any good, you know, like as an actor or anything, uh, because I want the film to do uh, well for Jane. I want her to get her money back, and hopefully, you know, it'd be nice if she made a little something-something. Um, but I also hope it'll do something for me, you know, because, hey, that would be cool. Uh, but anyway, Jane is Jane is back in town tomorrow afternoon. She's going to help me with the, the aforementioned audition, and uh, it's going to be fun. It'll be fun having her having her back. I like her. She's a nice person and, uh, we get along, we get along well. Uh, so anyway, I think that's, that's kind of it. That's kind of it folks. Um, things are, things are going well. You're catching me in a, in a moderately good mood. That, that pension thing, that's huge. That's huge. I, uh, I joke a lot about ending up homeless and, uh, you know, it's one of those jokes. It's not so funny. So, so it's nice to think maybe I can put those fears away, you know, and, uh, and not have to worry about that, that so much anymore. Uh, but on that note, hope things are going well for you and yours. Uh, thanks for spending a little time with me. You don't have to do it. So I appreciate that you did. And, uh, Take care. We'll talk to you soon. Hey, I know I just talked all about how I'm going to be rolling in dough in my senior years, but I still have to get from here to there. And here's how you can help. If you'd like to subscribe to this podcast, I very much encourage this decision on your part. You can contribute at 99 cents a month, 4.99 a month, or 9.99 a month. Uh, again, would be very much appreciated. Please and thank you in advance. Also, I do cameos, uh, which are lovely little, f- fun, fun and friendly and funny and 
uh, altogether delightful messages to uh, to a family member or loved one who perhaps is a shameless fan or perhaps just would enjoy hearing a random message from a random like old guy who seems you know fairly nice and animated uh, in any case wow this is a mess this was a mess of an endorsement for myself but in any case if you want to uh, give a cameo to the shameless fan in your life just go to uh, cameo.com forward slash shameless permit and uh, we'll do it we'll do it for you for you and your loved one